What up, people? It is Thursday, February 7th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. Uh, first, I have to say congratulations to the New England Patriots, uh, the Super Bowl champions. Uh, I think I said it last week that they are the best coach team in the NFL, even though they don't have the best squad. Um, the way they continue to turn over key positions and just find people to fill in and still win, uh, it just amazes me. Um, a lot of people were upset that it was a low-scoring game. I actually enjoyed it because you really saw the old adage of offense sells tickets and defense win championships. That was on full display last Sunday. Uh, two of the higher-scoring teams in the league, I know the Rams were like first or second, and they couldn't, they couldn't get it done. Jared Goff looked scared. Um, he looked very mediocre. He had a bad game. Todd Gurley, I think he was hurt, but they just didn't use him effectively. I think only one carry in the first half and really didn't do a whole lot the second half. And they could not stop Julian Edelman. He had 10 catches over 100 yards, and he just kept finding those little creases um, in the defense and you know, picking up first downs, I think the majority of his catches were for first downs. Uh, so I really enjoyed the game, actually. I would kind of rather see a defensive battle where both teams are trying, but they're struggling, than to see a 50-55 to 55 game. So, again, congratulations to the New England Patriots. As much as I hate to say it, but you earned it. Um, you weren't expected to go this far, but... Once again, you proved everybody wrong. Tom Brady is is the GOAT. And Bill Belichick is the GOAT as far as coaching goes. Uh, and I think they've proven it. I think this is their ninth appearance in the Super Bowl. It's either 9 or 11, but I know they've won six. So um, just a great organization, well-run organization, and they just continue to win despite turning over key positions they just find a way to win. So again, congratulations to them. Uh, it's about to get boring. Uh, no football, but basketball is starting to pick up. I'm not usually a basketball fan until the playoffs, so I'm not much of a regular season watcher, so I would definitely have to find something else to do to occupy my time on the weekends. Um, moving on to the other big news this week. Uh, Liam Neeson's comments. Uh, If you hadn't heard, Liam Neeson did an interview earlier in the week where it came out that he said there was a point in time uh, many years ago, 20, 30 years ago, where he was out of town. And when he came back, he had found out one of his good friends was raped while he was gone. And he asked, uh, you know, if she knew who the person was. They said no. And he asked what race the person was and they were black and Liam Neeson said that for about a week he walked the streets hoping that a black person approached him and he would kill him um, and Twitter, social media everybody's in the uproar over those comments and me not so much um, I don't have a problem with what he said um, only because he didn't do anything and this was a long time ago uh, I don't think that makes him a racist. I think at some point, 
the majority of people have had that feeling when something terrible has happened that you wanted some type of revenge. And I was thinking of when 9-11 happened, um, I worked with a couple of Muslim guys from uh, other countries and they couldn't come to work. And of course they had nothing to do with 9-11 but the outrage was there that they felt like their lives were in danger. Uh, fortunately, nobody acted on that, uh, and they were okay. But even when I think about me personally, when the Rodney King verdict came out, I was in high school at the time. And for those that may not know, uh, Rodney King, he was stopped on a traffic stop for speeding, and he was ended up getting brutally beaten by five or six police officers, and it was caught on tape. It was one of the first... Um, police brutality cases that was actually caught on tape. And this was back in the 90s. Probably late 80s, early 90s uh, when this occurred. And all of the police officers who were white were found not guilty. And there were riots uh, after that verdict. And a lot of innocent people were hurt. Now, I personally didn't hurt anybody, but I understand thinking it because it was just one of those things where it was such an unjust uh, situation and, you know, they just basically got away with beating this dude. And I'm sure, you know, if you're not familiar with it, you can find it online or something, but it was horrific. It, it was a brutal, horrific, racially motivated uh, beating that they gave Rodney King. Um, so, you know, not to let Liam Neeson off the hook, but I understand having that thought and he never acted on that thought. So, I'm not that upset with him. I'm not going to boycott his movies or anything like that. I think, again, most of us have had those thoughts before, uh, you know, of harming somebody, but you just don't follow through on it. And again, we're not allowing people to change. This was 20, 30 years ago, and he may not be the same person now that he was then. And then I look at, once again, the Kevin Hart situation. Um, last week, when the whole Jesse Smollett thing came out, uh, Kevin had tweeted uh, words of support and he got backlash again because Jesse Smollett being a gay man, um, Kevin Hart's old tweets from 10 years ago that we just discussed came back up again. It's like, once again, you're not allowing somebody to grow. These are things that were done in the past. Uh, we've all done things in the past. I'm just glad that there was a social media in my past like it is now. I mean, but they're just, we've all done stupid stuff and we have to understand that people can grow. We have to give them that latitude to grow um, and understand that, you know, people aren't the same as they were 15, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. We have to let that stuff go. And I just really get frustrated with this. Um, I won't say fake outrage, but it's definitely a targeted outrage because there are people who've done a lot worse. Um, even with the governor of Virginia, he's going through this whole blackface scandal and all of that stuff. That was like 40 years ago. I mean, at some point, we have to stop being so overly sensitive about stuff and take people for their character today because none of us can change what happened in the past. We can only deal with what's in the present and how we handle things going forward. So I'm not necessarily mad at Liam Neeson about his comments because he doesn't seem to be the same person now and he never acted on 
what he um, said. Now, if he acted on it, of course, that's a different story. But nobody was harmed. It was a thought he had, and he never acted on it. And again, that's my opinion, and I'm sure a lot of people will differ in their opinion. And that's fine. We all have a right to our opinion, but and that's just mine. Um, moving on to next week being Valentine's Day. I am not a, a huge supporter of Valentine's Day. I think it's a ridiculous made-up holiday. And most of the time, the females benefit from it. Uh, dudes normally get a little card with those nasty little chalk-tasting um, candies with the little hearts and the be mine and all of that nonsense on it. Uh, so I don't look forward to it, honestly. And I've talked to my girlfriend about it. This would be our first Valentine's Day together, but she's, fortunately, she's not that big on it either. Uh, we'll do something, I'm sure, exchange cards, maybe small gifts. Uh, not fond of going out to dinner for Valentine's Day because everywhere would be crowded. But my issue with Valentine's Day is I don't need one specific day to tell the person I'm with that I care about them because I do stuff all year round. We both, my girlfriend and I, both do things for each other all year round. Um, for instance, tonight, I know she wants to go see the movie what me and what me and want and I'm taking her to go see that now I did tell her about it I, originally I was going to surprise her but she had an appointment right after work so I wasn't going to be able to take her at the original time I thought so I had to tell her to see if she was going to be available and we're going to go to a later show but that's something small I know she wanted to do so we'll go enjoy the movie so you know I don't need a special day one day out of the year to, to show her how much I care about her and what I think about her. So we do Valentine's Day all the time. So it's just not that big of a deal to us. Thank goodness. So if you're going to celebrate Valentine's Day, good luck with all of that. Um, also, I booked a trip to Chicago for July. Um, having a family reunion. I'm looking forward to that. I've been to Chicago a couple of times already, one uh, for my birthday several years ago, and then I went for work. And when I went for my birthday, amazing, amazing trip. The person I went to visit, she took very good care of me. Um, yeah, it was Chicago is a, a really dope city, so I'm looking forward to spending time with the family and hanging out up there. I think they have some really good things planned for us. And then I'm... Um, planning a trip with my girlfriend to Vegas in August for my birthday. Uh, she's never been to Vegas, so found some really good deals coming out of Dallas. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. And I think that's going to be a good trip too. So I was talking to some people at work. I was on the conference call earlier and uh, a friend of mine saw I had posted on Facebook about going to Vegas and she's thinking about going to Vegas. So she was asking me some questions. And I had to tell her my... Now it's one of my favorite Vegas stories. But at the time, I hated it. Uh, the first time I went to Vegas was probably early 2000s. And I went with my boss at the time and one of my other co-workers. And we get to Vegas. Um, when you fly to the airport... The airport basically is a casino as well. So I'm trying to soak everything in. I'm seeing all the slot machines in the airport. And we get to the hotel. We stayed at the Orleans Hotel. 
and you know, we meet down in the lobby and I'm just walking around and walking around the casino, just kind of taking everything in because your first time it could be overwhelming. So I run into my coworker. We're there in the hotel for less than two hours. I run into her. She pulls out a ticket for $681 that she had won on a penny slot within the first two hours. So I run into my boss. She's at the uh, table. She's won like four or $500. So I'm just assuming that at some point it's going to be my time where I'm going to win something. So I wasn't too worried about it initially. Well, that never happened. So while they were steady winning the entire three or four days we were there, I was steady losing. Um, I had my budgeted amount of money for every day that I was going to spend. And once I reached that allotment, I would go back to the room. And I was in my room by 7 o'clock every night. And they're constantly sending me tickets, $1,200 that they won or sprawled out $100 bills on the bed, five, $600. And I'm sitting in the room watching free cable. And I remember calling my mom and telling her, you know, what was going on and how they were winning. And I said, you know, I'm really trying to be happy for them, but I just can't. And I remember my mom telling me, you'll be home in a couple of days. It'll be fine. But the biggest thing was I was extremely bitter during that trip, too. And I remember coming down to dinner and they're ordering the prime rib and the steak and I'm eating a salad and the free breadsticks and I just refused to take their money because I didn't want to be a charity case. And then we went out to Margaritaville and they ordered the 100 ounce uh, margarita. I refused to drink any of it because I didn't have any money to put in on it. I mean, I was being a real ass. I, I really was. I was just that bitter. And I remember the last day uh, my cousin came and picked me up. I hung out with him. And when I got back, before we went to the airport, they were just really, really quiet. And I just said, okay, how much did you win today? And they just started laughing. Because when I left with my cousin, they both went to the high roller room. And they said, we're going to take $100 and just play and see what happens. One of them won 1200 The other one won 800 and that just did it for me. I was ready to get the hell out of Las Vegas and honestly didn't want to go back. But I've gone back three or four times since then. I actually love Vegas. It's one of my favorite places. Uh, the last time I went, we ended up taking a trip to the Grand Canyon. And I think me and my girlfriend, we might do that too. Because um, I definitely want to go to the Skywalk, where it's the glass see-through uh, Skywalk over the Grand Canyon. I'm afraid of heights, but I think that would be dope just to see it. But even just the Grand Canyon itself is such an amazing place to be. It was one of the most peaceful places I've ever been to in my life. And one of the most peaceful, peaceful experiences I've ever had. Um, even with hundreds of people around, I found a little corner and just, I was just able to sit and just enjoy it and take it in. So uh, we are planning several different excursions and things to do in Vegas. Uh, she's been to the Grand Canyon before. I've been to the Grand Canyon, but she's never been to Vegas, and I've been several times, so uh, I think this is going to be a good trip for us. Uh, this will be our first time. We've taken small road trips, but this will be our first time really taking a, a nice little vacation for four or five days uh, just to get away. And again, right now, for the week of my birthday, which is in the beginning of August, 
definitely found some good deals. Um, four days plus airfare for about $210. You really can't beat that. So getting looking forward to booking that within the next couple of weeks. And again, I have Chicago coming up in July for the family reunion. I'm just looking forward to getting away. I think it's important that, you know, you take some time off and I do like to travel. I do like to experience new things and different things. So uh, I highly recommend that to anybody. Um, you know, I tell people all the time that the world is so much bigger than your neighborhood. So I've had uh, the opportunity to travel to different places. And uh, I think still on my bucket list is Niagara Falls. So I'm going to plan that probably for next year. But it's one of those things where with travel, you just don't want to put anything off. Um, yeah, if you can afford to do it, just go ahead and do it. Or if you can plan to do it, just do that because life is too short. We only get one life to live. So I just highly recommend you do it. Live your life, enjoy your life, and surround yourself with people that um, love you and that you love and that will always have your back. And last but not least, uh, this week's verbal middle finger goes to, I'm not going to even say his name, but there was a man in Tennessee uh, who shot his wife and his stepbrother because his wife fixed his stepbrother's plate before his. Killed his stepbrother and his wife was in uh, the hospital. And now he's in jail for murder and attempted murder. That has to be one of the most ridiculous things in the world. So dude, for being a dumbass, you get the verbal middle finger this week. Alright, well that's all for this week. Have a good rest of the week. Until next time, peace.